Hello and welcome to Poolside Problems. I'm Tor. And I'm Elle. Poolside Problems is a podcast about our lives as 30-somethingish women living on a small island. From moving abroad and finding friendship in unlikely places, the fun and the hard times, including some of the bigger problems life throws at us, like fertility, relationships, moving countries and everything in between. Not forgetting our poolside problems, our daily rants that aren't really serious problems at all. Hello! We're back! We're back, baby. <laughs> Poolsiders! Hope everyone is going well. Going well? Is that the right thing to say? Do you know what? That's an amalgamation of like <laughs> phrases. <laughs> How are you, Al? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I mean, I'm not as frantically busy as you. Like getting squeezing in a podcast episode the day that you fly. You You go, then I go, and then the next time we're both back in Ireland is September. Yeah, September. September. Although, no, hang on. I fly back on the 30th of June and you leave on the 1st of July. Oh, okay. So we might have one day. We might have one day in the middle where we see each other. Should we hang out on that day? Um, I've just noticed if you had like a child that ate avocado. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was a bit cuddly. I just got a temperature. And I was got like a pink t shirt on. It's got like a big green smear mark. And it's obviously where a child has wiped their mouth. Yeah, always. Always. Sorry. I just. It was actually quite good that Abby didn't like avocado because I didn't have. Avocado stains. Oh, but um, yeah, she loves it. So I fed my kids at lunch, and they both really enjoyed their first like four mouthfuls. Why do they do that? And then they just both started spitting it out. You know, when they like stick their tongue out, it yeah. all falls off, and they try and catch it in their hands. I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> what you've just eaten like three or four mouthfuls? You were liking it, going mmm, yummy, mmm, mmm, and then bleh. Tom makes ugly out. Obviously love that he cooks in breakfast and it's really lovely, but like makes him the most elaborate breakfast in the weekday. <laughs> it's like a big thing, song and dance, like, what do you want for breakfast? And the, um and Abby is really like dramatic about breakfast. And this morning he had bacon sandwiches, which Wow. What day of the week is it? Wednesday, like is quite um luxe. And he um yeah, he literally we kind of both just left him eating it and he fully choked on a bit of fat. Oh, no. But it doesn't happen for ages. <laughs> but, I mean, choking, like, he's never choked on fat before. Um, yeah, you know, and it just catches you out. But are like, oh, no. You have to give him the whack. Give him that smack. Oh, bless him. Yeah. Because that is an elaborate Wednesday breakfast, isn't it? Like, yeah. basically get porridge, Cheerios or Weebix every day. <laughs> yeah, I've, like, I feel like maybe I overdid, overkilled the porridge in the first... 18 months without being ill. He said, doesn't want to see porridge ever again. Sad, 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 sad. Um, let's hope the trends are good on the flight for you tonight. Yeah, so I'm flying back to England tonight for a couple of weeks. We've got a wedding in Portugal, which was postponed, obviously COVID. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I feel like we haven't flown since, like, the last time we flew, the twins could walk. But they weren't as active, whereas now they are into everything. Like, they're climbing on everything. Um, and it's a night flight, so I'm hoping they're tired and they're, like, knocked out. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not stressed about it because, as I always say on Instagram, it's one day and it is what it is. Like, I can't be bothered to use my stress up on that. I mean, I'm stressed in the sense that, like, I'm trying to pack for everyone and, and like, it's baking hot and the twins have been aggy all morning. Um... But yeah, let's pray. I've bought them a, a zillion snack. Yeah. Keep them quiet. <laughs> the snack corner in the kitchen right now. <laughs> it's a five-hour night flight. Like, 
<laughs> bearing in mind they would never normally consume anything at that time but at the other end if you've got stuff for the car gen, well exactly that's the worst bit i mean there's we could pick up stuff at the ms right there but i would just rather have it you never know if you're like delayed on the tarmac but oh, i really overthink yeah. of like what ifs because i just don't want to be that person that's like got a screaming hungry child and i haven't packed enough right. and if i can carry it it's coming with me <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking at the thing and I was like, shop earlier. I was like, oh, should I get them a colouring book? I'm like, no, they can't colour. They're useless. It'll be everywhere. Why would you do that to yourself? Didn't you say someone was doing face painting once on the flight? Yeah. So a girl that actually, it was on the flight that she moved over here on and she actually left now the island. But yeah, she had like those face paint sticks and like they were just painting each other's faces on the flight. Can you do that for ages? Yeah. Her kids were a bit older than mine are now. Like, I just don't think it would work with the twins. I don't think the A would want to be like orange and white branded by the next morning on their seats. So if you keep your quick kids quite out, yeah. Um, so yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to getting back to England now. I haven't been since Christmas and the twins had COVID, etc. then, didn't they? So it is a long time actually. Hoping this one is a little bit less. Uh, Dramatic. Yes, you get out and about. Yeah, and then when I get back here, where you're headed off to England, uh, Greece, yeah. and then um, and then England for the rest of the summer, which I am like obviously FOMO is my middle name, and I'm like <gasps> I'm gonna be away for ages, and all these fun things are gonna happen while I'm gone, and everyone's gonna you know like become best friends, and I'm just gonna be like come back and feel really out of place in my own home um because it is weird kind of living between the two not that we live in England ever but like you know going between the two um but uh actually I'm just really excited to not be in the like killer heat for the summer because yeah a couple of pregnancies here um and having babies in July and stuff so um it will be nice to just go to like playgrounds and yeah. do things just not like farms, yeah, exactly. Like, and the thing, like, it only occurred to me last week. Someone was talking about Hyde Park and like the festival in Hyde Park and the music thing, and I was like, I can't believe things. All the trips that we've been back on in the last mm-hmm. nearly three years, nothing's been happening, right? That's so, so like, I, it's not, it's not even in my radar that things were, were happening. So then I yeah. just went on, like, we're going to Cornwall for weeks. So I just looked up all the events happening in Cornwall, to and it's like opened my mind up to so many things. Like, like you said, a farm park to do yeah. RB two or um, you know, just don't have things like that here, do we? No, I'm really excited. Like, I'm, I don't want to pack too much in, but um, I also want to get them absolute most out of the summer. Yeah, I agree. Like, it has got so hot here now. Like, thankfully, the kids, like, nap in the hottest part of the day. But, like, even in the mornings and the afternoons, like, they are, if they're outside, which, of course, kids this age want to be outside, they're so hot and sweaty, which gets them really agitated. And so only really thing you can do is have them in the pool, which is fine. But, like, in and out of the pool, like, morning, evening, it's quite a lot. It's knackering for, like, us as well as them. Um, And... I just don't know if I can sustain that all the way through July and August. So, I mean, I'm going back to the UK in August actually as well because we have another wedding and it is just so hot here. Just, I can't face being here with the kids. Like when I didn't have the kids, I'd be like, I don't know why all these families leave in August. It's so much fun. You just like land the beach to go in the city. And now I'm like, totally get it. Like having the twins here in August will be horrific. Like, I'm even worried about July. I'm like considering not coming back because 
I'm already sweaty and hot with them. Yeah, it's it's it just catches you by surprise, I think, in June, doesn't it? Like yeah. it come it comes at you just one day, just like a furnace, and it rules out the day. And mm. and even going back to going to Cornwall, my um parents are like, Oh, we can go to this beach and this beach. Like, wow, I mean, I'm not sure I'm ready to go in like the English sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like after being spoiled in. Yeah. But um yeah, we could just literally play on a beach for a whole day and we might even be cold. Yeah, it should be quite cool. It's nice not to be like um, sweaty and like if the kid falls asleep, then they fall asleep. You're not got worried about them like overheating and things too much. Yeah. And then my pigmentation's really bad and my I'm t- I'm t- more tanned than I would intend like i plan to be in so yeah at this point so no it has been hot it's a big first world, first world problem it is it is so then yeah you go to greece and england then i go back to england i might actually be going to la for a holiday um and as you can understand there's a lot of flying involved here so i'll have to keep you all up to date with how the hell that goes with the kids um and then we've got a holiday in croatia which might be pushing it a bit but i'm going to try and get to that wedding because it be so nice to have a weekend in Croatia yeah. without the kids as well. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so that's my summer. I'm for food. Have you got, like, headphones? Have you tried them with headphones yet? No, because I meant to buy them headphones and tablets, and then I haven't got around to it. Ops. We just put the iPad. Abby hates headphones, so we just put the iPad on and, like, yeah. people would rather hear the volume of your iPad and as annoying as that might yeah. be for the people on the immediate seats and the whole of the of, of like the cabin yeah. hearing them screaming that's a good point i was actually going to download something on both my phones so then at least if we need to give them the phone with our headphones then they've got some yeah watch, so that's fine i can do that what i do really want to do is download some of my podcasts onto my phones so that i can just put my earphones in and if they're like asleep or something and i can't sleep at least i can just listen to something and i've, I've charged my kindle as well just in case because last time we were on a night flight, because I had a kid on top of me, I couldn't sleep that well. But, like, being able to just have my Kindle, like, sort of rested on them. Yeah. So I wasn't completely bored staring into thin air. Because if you put the big screen on, then the brightness, like, might disturb them. Yeah, that's true. You're in that front row as well. No, I'm not in the front row because I just didn't book in time. So we're, like, near the back of the fucking plane. Going to be lost or... Uh, nice and quiet you'll have loads of space to yourself we won't it's a full plane <gasps> well, James, James was supposed to be flying another day and we've changed him to come on our flight today and they basically are like it's nearly a full flight there's literally three economy seats left and he's taken one but you can sit together yeah yeah <laughs> anyways okay. we're going to do something about travelling with kids aren't we I think did we never do it in travelling with kids. Well, I can do them. Snacks. Take all the snacks. Snack. Snack, snack, snack. Entertainment. Yeah. Entertainment. Um, <laughs> cowboy. Cowboy. I am actually taking cowboy just because Sonny's had an ear infection and he has still got a bit of fluid and the doctor was like, he should be fine, but just make sure you've got it on the flight with you. Um, yeah. Change of clothes. Change of clothes. Actually, I need to do Change that. And, and like a plastic or waterproof bag for in case anything is puked or pissed on or shit on. Um, and also don't, don't show them everything at first. So like give them a couple of toys or like, depending on their age, like one coloring book and one of their snacks, especially on day flights when you've got to keep them entertained for a long time. And then when they get a little bit agged out, produce a few more toys. 
So like always have something in your reserves. Yeah. Because if you show them everything, they're going to get bored of all of that. So just like every so often, drip feed them little bits of toys. I've got four books in my backpack because Queens are really into reading. I mean, it's heavy as fuck, but I won't, I'll pull one out at a time and just like, I'm one over one as long as I can. Um, that, I think that is key, like loads of snacks. Don't Someone also snacks. told me to take a change of top for you. Oh yeah, I always do that. Scenario. Yeah. Well, because if they do vom, say. Yeah. And you then you're stuck. Because you're stinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, change of clothes for you and plenty. I always take too many nappies because, as I say, if you get stuck on tarmac or something and, like, everyone says that planes produce more poo, like, your kids seem to do more poos on planes, um, you don't want to be, like, lacking in nappies because that would be horrific. Oh. And like, I always buy as well, like, the, like my two have the lactose-free milk and I'll take one load of, like, milk, like, through the airport. Just, it might be a bit warm by the time we get on the plane, but it'll be fine. Um, but then I've bought like the toddler milks, which like I've bought way too many of them. But again, like if we get off the plane the other end, I probably yeah. could buy some nice fresh milk. But if I've just got it in my bag and like we're in a car journey and they've just been woken up and they're not ready to wake up. I swear those toddler milks are so thick and like sweet. Sweet. And, like, yeah. Easy, but, yeah. Exactly. So something like that is quite good for like, I think they were age one to three or something. If you're like worrying about milk and stuff for your kid, just take some of those because you're Allowed as many as you want. I think under three, you're allowed as many milks for your kid as you want. I mean, I yeah, check the end. And milk food and food for the yeah. food and water and stuff. Yeah. So um, just make sure you have plenty of everything. Yeah. Just if you don't look like a pack horse when you're walking down with yeah. yo-yo. The yo-yo prams or similar makes yeah, are really yeah. good. Um, And like and I had someone on Instagram messaging me the other day and she was like, I haven't been home because of covid she lives in the u.s i think she was saying she was like i'm really really putting it off because i'm just stressed like my kids 18 months old i'm just stressed about the journey they're in a really good sleep pattern and i don't want to travel um and get them out their sleep pattern and i was like wow okay so the thing is is everyone's priorities are different and if your kids sleeping is your priority then don't go because that'll just stress you out but then your family aren't seeing your child and like for me that is a massive thing and like, yeah, for the first few days, they might be a bit jet-lagged, but kids are quite adaptable and you'll be able to get them back in their sleep pattern, most likely. Like, that's what we, I've always said to people here is that the, the worst, like, to remember that the worse the flight is, especially that night flight, the better they adapt the next day. Because mm. the more tired they are, the more you can just be like, okay, well, hold them out to their lunchtime nap, mm. do their lunchtime nap, and then keep them going until their what's going to be their bedtime which is way earlier yeah um but if they've had no sleep the night before and then you get like a 12 13 hour night yeah. from them that first night back um so like you said it's just one day the journey yeah you've um, got to get through the journey like try not to stress about it because most people on that flight have got kids or have had kids or are planning to have kids some aren't and then like that is what it is but most people are like they're like What's the word I'm looking for? They get it? Yeah, like, and they're, like, sympathetic, sorry. Oh, yeah. Like, as long as you're trying to pacify your child, like, I've never been bothered about a kid screaming. It's if a parent's just ignoring their kid. And I do get it, like, sometimes your kid goes so mad and you're like, I can't do it with you anymore. But if you're on a flight with a lot of other people, it's not very fair. Um, so you've got to be trying to pacify your child, I think. Um, but, yeah, come up on it. I say that. I'm going to have the most fucking horrific flight tonight. I'm going to be messaging now in the morning and be like, ah! 
I thought you deliberately put James on a different flight to be like, can't deal with your stress. But no, and that's a minute. I, I, it is a real way up for me because he does stress a lot more than me. Sometimes having him on a different flight is like, yeah, I don't really care. It's fine. But no, I am, um, I'd at the minute rather have him close and helping me. It's got a lot going on at the minute. Oh, I need, I need support. Yeah. And um, the, the bits that I think actually are like the worst, not the worst bits, the, the hardest bits are like, load if you're doing it on your own it's like loading up the luggage onto the thing like then when you get to through security like when when i did it recently just with rory it felt so easy because like all i had to do is take off the sling or take her out her buggy Mm. fold down the buggy um and like i put her in one of those security things Mm. the checking (laughs) things just while i like folded down the buggy and then i picked her back up again but once you when there's two with yeah kids and you're unloading and they're like please take your shoes off and please take the baby off you and please do this and like take all the liquids out because we're going to test them like yeah. that is when the most amount of adults possible um because everyone in that queue is yeah for himself at that moment as yeah well. so they're not thinking oh that lady in front's got a yeah. billion things to get out of her bag yeah and stuff so you have to um yeah that's when i think having having them there is worth its weight in gold no it is and actually james and i are a bit of a nightmare because they're like is there any liquids in your bag? And we're like, it's baby milk, so they're going to want to test it because they always do anyway. So I never take it out of my bag, just leave it in there and let them get it out the other side. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's milk in there. Sorry, forgot. But I'm not getting it all out. You're asking me to hold the twins. like, And then they're all like, oh, are they twins? But they, they're not allowed to help you or touch them. So they're like, oh, and they want to have a full-on conversation while I've, like, we've got two kids running opposite directions. We're trying to unload our, like, laptops <laughs> and liquids. I'm like, this is i get it i know it's security we all have to do it but like yeah it's um actually this is going off kilter a little bit but i actually took the boys out in the pram yesterday which are in town which i don't really do much because it's not like loads of space for a double buggy although mine's one in front of the other but still anyway i don't take them out much and i kid you not like in town in bermuda like a lot of people are helpful so there's a few shops I went into and I like back into the door and I push it open with my back and then pull the pram in because I can't, because it's a long pram. I can't yeah, lean I forward and push the yeah. door open. And like a couple of men helped me. I was like, oh, well, here you go. Like, I help you. Not one woman helped me the whole time I was in town. I went in and out of loads of shops. I went to one drug cleaners in town and I like got stuck in the door and I was like trying to maneuver the pram. And she stood behind her desk, like a foot away from me, just watching me. And I was like, and then she was like, waited till I got up the stairs there. She's like, can I help you? You know, I felt like saying to her, you could have fucking helped me. So I was trying to get in the door. Like, all it would take her is walk behind her, out from behind her desk and just held the door open for me. I could not believe, like, how many people just watched me struggle. Like, if I see someone with a yeah. bam, I actually jump for the door. I'm like, oh, let me help you there. Like, I that you don't see it very often. I couldn't believe it. I was like, not one woman helped me. They just, like, swatched me. Wow. So rude. Girls. Girls. I know. Come on, I'll be going. Toes before broke. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's our summer. Um, plans. It is. It is. Um, and what, what have we got to tell everyone now? Um, yeah, well, this... Because of the... We're going on a bit of a hiatus, aren't we? We are. So this is going to be the last episode in series one of full side problems yeah and it's number 10 it's a nice round number it is 
and it's worked out perfectly. We've squeezed it in just before I head off. And you head off. And, um, well, we've loved doing it, haven't we? We have really enjoyed it. Um, it's been really fun. It's been really fun. We hope you've enjoyed listening thus far. And we'll be back. We will be back. In, in September. We just wanted to know, like, well, we were going to try and do it throughout the summer. But realistically, we can't even get one out on time, like, while we're here together. So it's not going to happen. So we thought, why don't we take the summer off? get loads more stuff to talk about and then we'll come back septemberish time um but what we want to know is what you've loved all our sponsors out yeah <laughs> get those sponsors get that money in you know um yeah we'll know what you've loved what you've hated what you want to hear more of um i've got some people in my inbox that i need to reply to but we're considering maybe getting some guests on um uh and it will be very much on the topic of like our lives. So it'd be like expats. It will be fertility people. It will be parents. parents. It will be things around those subjects, basically. Um, it might not be every week, but that's something that we're definitely looking at. Um, so yeah, let us know on our Instagram at Poolside Problems. Um, send us a message. Um, comment on any of our posts because we would love to know what you what you want to hear more of um we've been really impressed with like how many people have listened to the podcast oh yeah we've been blown away and um actually i still really like beam a smile if anyone sends us a message about something like um i've had a few messages recently about espresso <laughs> being like someone just ordered an espresso in front of me um in the queue and stuff um i just yeah it feels really nice when something resonates with you but obviously we want to know if there's other things that resonated or yeah to hear more about and we have got like a list of topics that we every week were like oh we'll cover this and then we went ask kilter and like so we've still got that big list of things so we've got plenty more to talk about yeah um but this week, yeah, as we're squeezing it in, it's definitely going to be a short one. I'm really sorry. Um, and yeah, have a great summer. Have a great summer. And um, so Michael, who is producing this, has had his second baby. Again, all our love and luck for the summer because we're going to make him work harder when we get back. <laughs> It's like all season. He's like, it's like you haven't been making work hard enough. He had like a week old baby, and we were like, yeah, can you just edit that one for us because it needs and to come out? Can you turn it around in um, two hours? Yes, before your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. in fact, apologies. Yeah, it has been fun. Um, and we'll definitely be keeping in touch on Instagram. We will. Um, um should we do our last poolside problem of the series? Oh, um, we did have a topic we were going to discuss. Actually. Oh yeah, we should save it. Well, let's just do our poolside problem. Okay. See. Yeah. Or, okay. What's your poolside problem? Well, yours is on the top topic of okay. podcasting, isn't it? Yeah. So my poolside problem this week is that I don't have a full-time job. Um, so I do have a lot of spare hours. My children nap for a big chunk of the day at lunchtime. And for the last three weeks, we haven't managed to get the podcast out on time because... It, we have to listen to it and just check for Michael that there's anything we want taken out of it. And we haven't been able to do that in time for Michael to be able to, be able to turn it around. So my full side problem is, is how have I got all this free time? But I still can't do something like that. <laughs> what an absolute joke. <laughs> we, man, we have the time to record it, but then we just don't have the same amount of time to play it back once and just make a quick note of anything where we sound like total wankers. But I think that's because I just... 
I don't want to listen to myself. Yeah. It cringes me out. But I also, like, want to just make sure that, like, there isn't something really ridiculous in there. But I think Michael knows us well enough now that maybe next series we'll have to just give over the reins and be like, wing it in you. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, that's Paul's side problem. Get the sodding podcast out on time next time. Yeah. And um, and maybe we just move the launch day to Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next, next time it'll be Wednesday. That's yeah. actually a really good idea. Let's do that. Hump day full side problem. Yeah. Week. Um, and my full side problem is, uh, it's quite bermudery actually, but I guess it relates to going to the UK as well in that um, in Bermuda, when you go to the shop, for a supermarket shop someone will stand there um and i'm pretty sure they're volunteers right yeah i think so. um sometimes it's school children sometimes it's adults um and they pack your bags for you which is obviously really nice um and me being british and awkward and never carrying cash is a complete disaster because i'm like oh no they're gonna start packing my bag and like i don't want to tell them not to because i've got so much stuff and like I've got a baby in my hands, but then I don't, I know, I already know that I just grabbed my purse. I didn't grab like um, my card wallet. I didn't grab my purse with any money or like my bags. I try and keep little like notes around if I can, of small notes um, to give them. But basically I get in a real flap about it. And I, and I obviously get, I go, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't have any cash for you today. Oh. Um, and then like when I do have cash, I just give them as much as I possibly can. I'm for conversation. I'm like, oh, for the last three days, I didn't give that person that for anyone um, and stuff. And I, I actually had it today and I got like a really cold reception and I feel really bad. And the, the worst thing as well is like I've, dr- I've driven past the petrol stations as well here. Mm-hmm. Um, and terrible confession but i literally don't know like how to do petrol in this country no i don't and like and i already feel nervous because what this stupidly big car for the summer that we've hired and i'm gonna have to do the petrol all by myself while while, like i'm in england but Um, you know if it's petrol or diesel in england that's fine whereas here there's i don't know i don't know what else are here no i don't know that and i don't even know how to open my petrol cap like, just make sure that's the thing. Whenever I hire cars is, before I go anywhere, I always figure that out so that I don't look like the dickhead at the, um, like, yeah, okay, station. Because yeah. I'll never forget when my sister had, like, this fancy new car years ago. And we literally got to the petrol station and we couldn't figure it out. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God. And we, were like, she was so low. And we had to ask somebody. We had to be like, excuse me, you think you could figure out how this petrol cup opens? Like, it's just like such dickheads. So I was like, never, never again. I need to make sure I'm on a really good one. But then I also don't, I've, you know, for five years, I've taken someone putting my petrol in my car for me here and quite frequently don't have any cash to give them. And I feel really bad about that too. Yeah, I do always try and make sure I've got cash. But if I don't, I definitely am not as overthinker as you because I'm like, most people will tip them. Like, and... It's not fair, like, if we've forgotten that we should be made to feel bad about that. Yeah, I know. And you can't, it's not like you can literally pop to the cash point quickly and get it because you've got one or two children with you and... And there's not that many cash points. And there's not many cash points. And then you've got a massive note. Yeah. And so what do you do with that? Like, um, so, so, yeah, that's my full problem. Very lame. But um, happens to me a few times a week. Yeah, no, that's a good one, though, because you're like... Why don't I just change up a 20 and put it in my purse as all ones? But we're just not before thinking enough for that. It's bad when you um when you're first back in England actually and you forget that they're not gonna pack your bags. Oh yeah. Because now they're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> just do the scanning and get your card ready and then you're like, <gasps> I've got my all the bags quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
and you're trying to tip the person, like the person who's the cash in it. And like, I get paid a proper wage, thanks. Why are you trying to give me extra money? You know? And I said, good morning and good afternoon. And have yeah. a good one to them. And like I tried to have a full conversation. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Will you be there tomorrow? That's so exciting. Yeah, I'll be there. And I think my bestie Steve is coming over and I'm really hoping he's bringing me like little bits of M&S food. <laughs> Can't wait. The picnic section in MS will yep. be amazing right now, won't yeah. it? Oh my gosh, it's going to be those three for £10. Yes. Oh, oh I've got about then. Can't wait. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, you enjoy that. Have a good summer, everyone. Yeah, have a good summer. We love you all. Thank you. To the pit. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Poolside Problems. We hope we made you laugh a little and that you felt like you too were hiding under a duvet with us with a cup of coffee, some girl chats about our real problems and our silly poolside problems too. If you enjoyed listening, we'd love to hear from you in a review below and don't forget to subscribe. If there's something you'd like us to open up the conversation about or something we talked about today resonated with you, drop us a message on our Instagram at Poolside Problems and we will try to include it in future episodes. And of course, nothing is TMI. We are all ears to anything else you'd like to share with us. See you next week for more Poolside Problems. Tour and out.